Yes, welcome to the NBA panel. I'm your host, John Weatherspoon. Today, I'm once again joined by the one and only ESPN College basketball analyst, Jay Billis. Jay, what's going on? Not much, John. How you doing? I'm great, man. Great to talk to you again. Great to talk to you. Thanks for having me. No problem. Yeah, we just finished a great 2021-22 college basketball season. What's your thoughts overall on the season that we just had? I mean, for me, it was great to get back on the sidelines, cover games, all the masks went away. I mean, it was a great season this year. It was great, but uh, yeah, I can't remember when we haven't had a great one. Um, and, you right. know, it's always capped off by the tournament. The tournament uh, is idiot-proof. It's always great. So, right. uh, the, I mean, obviously the difference this year, um, we were back in venues again. And as the season progressed, yeah. things started to loosen up a little bit, and it got a little more normal. Um, you know, midway through the season, there was a there wasn't that normalcy, but toward the end, there was, and and I think uh, you know, I think we were all pretty grateful for that. Definitely, we had a great NCAA tournament. Also, it was covered by a great run by St. Peter's. Um, you ever see a 15 making the um NBA making the um final championship game? Because every year it's uncertainty. That's the that's the beauty of the NCAA tournament. It's uncertainty of every every bracket can be broken like. <laughs> Well, yeah, it can be broken. This is the first time a 15, anybody 13 through 16 has ever made it through to the Elite Eight. Right. Um, and so that was a shock, honestly, um, it, that we've had two make the Sweet 16 before, before losing. Right. This is the first time we saw someone make it to the to the Elite Eight. So, you know, it can happen. I, I, don't, I don't believe that anyone, you know, at that level is going to win a championship or reach a Final Four, but I guess right. if you get one step away, theoretically, you can win. But right. they got they got handled pretty good by an eight seed, yeah. um, and uh, and a lot had to go right for that to happen. Which have to, you know, has to go for everybody. You know, you have to have things go right. But uh, but you know, I, I mean, we're we're talking about a team that at one time was ele- you know ten and eleven in, yeah. after twenty one games. So right. uh, you know, if they were really that good. Um, you know, yeah, you'd have to ask why why they didn't show it more often. But it was an unbelievable run, and uh, and one that uh, that we may you know we we may never see it again. We may see it again, but it, right. and it, it may indicate that, that somebody else can do it. But I think I think the greater likelihood is we we won't see it again. Definitely, we also had a great Final Four in New Orleans. New Orleans, it was a this Final Four was story story made. I mean, who saw North Carolina and Duke facing off Coach Keys last season? It's it's crazy. It was it was a great Final Four. What do you think? What's your thoughts on it? I thought it was really good. I mean, we had big brand names. It's unfortunate that Villanova wasn't full strength. They would have been right. much more competitive. If Justin Moore had been been healthy, right. uh, and it's hard to make up for that. You know, with a five days of preparation, um, and uh, and you know, Kansas had been outstanding all year long. There were you know, we had one 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 seed. Two two seeds and, a, and an eight that that was playing extraordinarily well in North Carolina. So it was a but the, having those brand names and being back in a big venue and all that stuff, um, I think I think added to the the good feeling about the event. And and Duke Carolina, the Duke Carolina game really carried the whole Final Four. I mean, the championship game was really close yeah. and, and hotly contested. It wasn't that well played. Um, but the the Duke Carolina game was was well played and it was the headliner and uh, and I think that's what elevated this Final Four to be among the the more memorable of, uh, of the past several years. Definitely, 
Yes, um, Coach K played his last game. Um, what was your what was your reaction as a former player and assistant when he walked on the floor for the last time? Well, it was a poignant moment uh, because of what he's meant to the game and meant to, to all of us who've known him for. Uh, geez, I've known him for forty years now. Right. Um, so it was it was certainly very meaningful, uh, and it was contrasted. You know, anytime you have a team lose, it's contrasted by the celebration of the the winning team being North Carolina. And, uh, and I felt great for Hubert Davis, and and I, it wasn't that I felt sad for Coach K. I didn't. I, I just I felt grateful that uh, that we've had him in the game for all this time, and and that he's been such a positive influence in my life for all this time. So it was more a feeling right. of gratitude than anything else. Um, you had a chance to visit. We visit a lot of campuses during college, college game day. You had a chance to stop by Kansas campus. Um, when you was there, did you see anything that's going to lead up to the championship? When you were there, anything stood out? I mean, Bill Self is a phenomenal coach. I was able to ask him before the championship game, "Has you ever has you ever had a locked in a more locked in team?" And he said, "This is one of the most locked in teams that he had." Yeah, it's not, you know, it wasn't a crazy talented team. They're, they had, they have really good players, and they've got a few pros on that team. But it wasn't, you know, he's had more talented teams. Right. Uh, but they were a very together, connected group, and, and they certainly put things together toward the end at the right time. They were good all year long, but uh, I think our last college game day there, they got beat by 20 by Kentucky. And uh, uh, I had honor talking to Vartel like three times on NBA panel. I mean, he's a very humble person. Phenomenal just to the NCAA. Can you talk about um, Dick Vitale for a second? Yeah, well, Dick Vitale is one of the icons of the game and, uh, you know, a great friend and truly a wonderful guy. And it's been difficult to see him go through this uh, this battle, but, but it's also been really inspiring. Right. And I think he's inspired a lot of people with the way he's handled it. And he's done it in a very public manner for obvious reasons, but – uh, you know, he's raised a ton of money for the, the fight against cancer, and, and he's been a he's been a real warrior in this fight from the very beginning. And uh, I mean, you hate that he had to go through it himself, but uh, uh, he's he's been a champion throughout it all. Yes, um, St. Peter's has some players um going to the transfer portal since their head coach um Shaheen Holloway has went to um Eden Hall. What's your thoughts on the transfer portal? Well, I think that it's a controversial thing because it's so different, and uh, it may not be the best execution of, of allowing players their their freedom to, to right. move from place to place when they choose to leave. You know, right. coaches coaches have complete freedom to leave uh, when they want, and Shaheen Holloway was able to use that run right. to uh, to secure a, a better job at Seton Hall. And the the question becomes, well, why shouldn't those players be allowed to seek out something better for themselves if they've proven they're worthy of it? And and, and they have. So, right. um, you know, people could argue, well, that's unfair. You know, St. Peter's, you know, gave them a scholarship and now they're leaving. But I, I think it's completely fair. Why should they have to stay, especially when their coach bolted? So, uh, you know, I'm I'm happy for those players. I hope they find the, the, the place they want to be and do really well. Uh, but you know, it, it's it's just hard to it's hard for me to justify how you can restrict the, an unpaid amateur uh, in movement when professional, highly paid coaches aren't restricted in, in their movement. Definitely, uh, Jay. Thank you for your time. Always a pleasure speaking with you. You got a busy Always day. Always a pleasure. Yeah. Thank, thank you, you very much, John. Thank okay. you. Yes, sir. Yes, that was legendary ESPN College Festival analyst Jay Billis. Thanks for joining me.